Hey queen, welcome to the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast, where we get real, honest, open, and transparent about the everyday journey of being the queen we are destined to be. There is no holding back as we have intimate conversations about where we come from, where we are, and where we are going in our lives, personally, professionally, and everywhere in between as we build the queendoms of our lives. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast. I am your girl, Davina, and I am so excited for you to be tuned into another episode with another one of my divine guests. Um, tonight, I have, or today, whenever you want, listen to this or watch this, um, I have with me my divine guest, Ms. Britt Lachey. Um, so let's welcome her. Hello, my dear. Um, and tonight, if you guys see, I'm also in a different location than the studio. Um, listen, I'm learning, I'm growing, and I'm just trying to figure this thing out. So without further ado, I'm going to let Miss Britt introduce herself, and then we will get into this conversation. So go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, Britt. Hey, hey, thank you so much for having me on here, first of all. Um, my name is Britt Lachey, and I am a book writing coach and also the founder of Journey Written, where I hope female founders write their story and testimony into a book or a book and workbook. And I'm just all about, you know, being authentic, being your full self. Um, I focus a lot on self-care. Uh, having healthy boundaries as well. So yeah, that's just a nutshell um, about me and what I what I instill in myself and um, the women around me as well. Yes, and I love it. And we're definitely going to get into all those topics tonight <laughs> because Divinely Crown is all about a lot of those same things. Um, so before we kind of dive in, um, I, I, I want to tell kind of a backstory of how Britt and I connected Britt is actually my very first business, I mean, yeah, business coach. So back when I was preparing to start Divinely Crown, I was following her brand. Um, and I just was, it was Be Empowered, right? Is that, yep. Yeah. Yep, exactly. yep. So you, she had a brand called Be Empowered. I, I will get into it if you still have that. But I was like, you know, I'm so inspired by her. I would like write her and ask her like, hey, like how do you do this and that? And she was always supportive of just, you know, my journey and what I had going on. And so I know she reached out like, hey, would you like to get mentored by me? This, this, and I'm like, yes. So <laughs> I, you will always have a special place in my heart because you were the first person that I reached out to business-wise and was like, yes, I will help you. I will in whatever way I can. So I definitely want to give you your flowers and say thank you for that. So yeah, so when I so I reached out to them like first first of all, one, yes, you were a part of my journey, um, which is what Divinely Crown Conversations is all about, just having these um, talks about our journeys. And then just you have an awesome story. You have, like you said, you have um businesses that um talk about self-love and self-care and things that you've been through and so I was like yeah I definitely want her you know I want to hear about her story and you know 
you know, just highlight you as a queen that is walking in her purpose and, and you know, all these beautiful things that you're going through. So I always like to start. So Divinely Crown is all about, like I said, having a real honest, open, transparent conversations about our journeys mm-hmm. through life, um, through our queendoms, which is our life, in, in my personal opinion. So I always like to start at the beginning, which was young Brit. So tell <laughs> me, what is you like Brit or Brit Lachey? You can call me Brit. Yeah, you can call me Brit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so what was Young Brit like? Where did you grow up? And, you know, tell me what, tell me what that was like. So I am from Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> definitely. Um, yes, 814 all day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Erie. Um, you know, grew up on the Lower East Side as well. And um, went to high school at Collegiate, CA. Mm-hmm. You yeah. say, and um, then I went to the University of Pittsburgh for my master's degree, which was in actuarial math, like, yeah, math, a mathematician. Wow. <laughs> I was, I'm not good at math. I wish I always wish I was better at math, but God bless you for even going to school. <laughs> Listen, math was my subject because I was just like, one plus one equals two. Like, ain't no arguing with that. How you gonna argue with me with text? <laughs> one does not always equal two, Brit. Listen, they taught me one plus one equals two. It's always an answer with math, so ain't no go back and forth. <laughs> and then um came back home and went to school at uh Gannon to get my master's as well so then i'm now i am in the beautiful dmv area live in maryland currently and yeah that's really much about you know a short version of my life i guess you can say yes (laughs) so i want to you know dig a little deeper into that as far as just like where you come from now are do you have any siblings um i know well no i know you have one sibling no, I have two sisters and one brother. Two sisters and one brother. Okay. And so what was that like growing up and like, you know, your, I guess, not so much your, I mean, whatever you want to share, but like, you know, what was it like with having siblings and, you know, just growing up as who you are and, and part of your journey of becoming who you are? Yeah. So um, I'm the oldest. I'm also the okay. oldest grandchild too. So, oh, so you just the oldest all around. <laughs> all okay. around. And um, I don't know. I think like being the oldest is like rewarding, but at the same time, like people like you have standards as well that you know, people they look up to you and everything. Yeah. So it's definitely different, but um, I definitely enjoy being a big sister. Um, it's yeah. very rewarding. My youngest sister is 13. So she always keeps me, uh, you know, just like, what's, what's current? She will yeah. tell me quick if something is not it. Like, when I tell you, this little lady will be like, Brit, that ain't it. I'm like, okay, well, like, in our age group, it's, it's, it's it right now. So. <laughs> Listen, I know that all too well. It's so funny you're saying, like, my daughter is, my oldest daughter is 10. Yeah. So, and then we're, obviously, it's an age, and it's like, 
we be thinking we still know something, okay? And it's like, we, like, they tell us, like, no, we're corny now. And it's like, I feel some type of way. Like, I feel like I'm still young. Like, my 30s, I'm in my prime. And y'all kind of tell me, like, no, my son always says, mom, you're sex. I'm like, what does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) No, I told her, like, girl, I am in my prime, okay? Do not play with me. Do not play with me. Oh, like, listen, I'm gonna need you to grow up and then holler at me because you gonna know what it's like. You gonna, yes. we up here, we lit up here. Okay. Yes. I know for my sister, um, being the oldest, it came with some like, it was almost like the oldest. Yes, you're the oldest, but it's like the trial and error. Yeah. And I feel like I should say that for me too because we, we're two years apart, but like our parents were like, young like my parents had my sister when they were in high school like my mom was in high school Mm -hmm. stuff so we went through a lot of trial and error with like how our parents raised us what they did what they didn't let us do so like would you say like being the oldest was like even though it was like I'm the oldest like do you feel like you had like you know you were the trial and error Um, I feel like all oldest is kind of like the trial and error child, right? Because you're yeah. just like, okay, well, let me see if this works or not work. Okay. And, right. then, like, and then with my sister, then it's like, okay, well, let's see if this kind of same things or if we need to change it because times are always changing, right? So yeah. with my sisters, like with you, it's two years apart. But for me, like my middle sister is 25. So... She's yeah. like eight years apart. So it could be, yeah. so it was just me and my mom, you know, during her time watching her also yeah. be, you know, a mother, um, mm-hmm. younger mother as well. And then my yeah. sister came and then my littlest sister as well. Yeah. So oh I'm gosh, just you got some apps. You got yeah. 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 Oh my God. So yeah, okay. so. Yeah, and so I know that I've seen you. you you're like pretty close with your mom, I'm sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what was it like? You said your mom was a young mom. Like, what was it like having like a young mom or like, um, you know, growing up and having that young mom that's probably still trying to find her way as a younger woman and raising a mom, raising a child and a young woman. Like, what was that like? Um, I mean, it was nice. Like, I think that's why me and my mom have such a close relationship. You know, because it was just me and her for so long. Yeah. And that's just like, and like to this day, me and her are just like extremely close. And it's just nice to be able to like have her as a mother, you know, like yeah. see her as a mother, but also be able to talk to her when I need to. And I've always had that relationship um, yeah. with her. Like she really like helped me become the woman I am today, you know, cause like back in the day, you know, we had to, like, I had to, you know, make sure I catch the bus and everything like that. And, you know, a lot of these kids now, like, parents be dropping them off and stuff. Like, it's a totally different, like. It really is. Like, y'all, totally different. oh, my gosh, yes. It really is. Because we really was out here. And I remember, like, when our parents used to be like, we used to walk in the snow. And, like, now I'm saying that, like, back in the day, we used to get on yeah, the bus. And exactly. We used to walk home and y'all never would have, like, my kids would never have to do any of that. Yeah. Like, they yes. get dropped off, picked up. I was just packing their lunches the other day. Like, my mom had been like, get this school lunch. And, exactly. and I was raised in a two-parent household. And I was like, we don't get those lunches. Like, my kids were growing up with a single, like, a single mom doing everything. It's like, they're blessed. Because I'm like, we didn't have this. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. Sure. 
just helped so me. I, yeah, go ahead. It just helped me like prepare for like leaving for school and moving out yeah. of town. Like all those different life lessons I learned from growing up has just made me like this woman I am today, just to be able to be like, oh, you know, I can move to a different city and know that I'm gonna make it and know I'm gonna be okay, you know? So it's, it's really been like a, a good journey as far as just how my mom raised me, so. That is awesome. So you talk about moving out, moving out of Erie. So when did you first move out of Erie? Like how long ago was that? Um, 2000, oh, the end of 2015, 2000, okay. early 16. Uh -huh. Okay, wow, yeah, you've been, so, okay. So is it almost like Erie made me, but like, I just was, I had um another girl, Brooklyn, she, mm -hmm. another woman, I can say, she moved out of Erie. And so she's like, yeah, Erie made me, but where she was living is Detroit. She's like, Detroit made me. But like, is that what you feel like? Is it like, do you feel like, what was the transition from moving out of Erie to Maryland? Like, how, how has that experience been? Um, that's a good question. Like, I don't know. It wasn't because I'm I went to school at Pitt too for four years, you know. So yeah. I've always been kind of just like a go getter. So yeah. I'm just like I like new experiences. I like just like oh well, let me see if this is gonna work or all right, what else is gonna happen? So I just try to make the best out of everything. Um, yeah. I don't know if Erie made me. Uh, <laughs> I just life experiences, you know, like yeah. me going out and doing all types of things have just made me who I am, like adventurous, curious, like always just kind of seeing like what else can I, you know, do to say, I, I was able to do that. Like I was able to conquer that, you know? So that's something I always just kind of look forward to. Um, to dr the transition here was a smooth transition. Like it was, it was, it's been good um, as well down here in the DMV area. It's lots to do. It's always something just adventurous to kind of, see and do down here but yeah it's it's you know I, I always say like it's just another city you know but with different experiences like that's really really what it is it's like opportunities that are just open for me down here but yeah it's not not too much of a difference you know like I can tell you I've never really fully heard any but like I feel like there's always some like most people that I've I've heard like or talked to I want to say it's always this like oh well yeah you know it took me some time but like for you to say like listen this is part of my adventure like I love new cities like it was nothing for me to move because this is what I'm used to I like this but like I just feel like that speaks volumes and maybe for you you just see it as like you know it is what it is like I just did this but like that's a huge thing to say like. I'm comfortable where I move, like, you know, it was a smooth transition because a lot of people are like, man, it took me some time to, you know, get adjusted. And I'm sure it did, but for you to say like, listen, like, I love this, like, this is nothing to me, like moving out of Erie and and being in different places for, um, you know, a period of time is like nothing. So that's, that's actually pretty dope to hear because I'm, like I said, I'm not used to, even on social media, like I have other friends that I follow who have moved out of Erie and it's like, you know, it took this long and like, you just got to stick it out or 
hearing people how how many people have come back to our city and um all these things so for you to say like listen and i can tell we've talked before and i know you're very proud of being in the dmv and living there and stuff like that so i just i think that's awesome for sure so what um so you said that you went to school for um you know math and math <laughs> and stuff like that so did you end up using that degree or I know you're in your business now so like you have your own personal business but like did you end up using that degree that you got for anything that you've done along your journey um yeah I, I have um oh let me go back to that uh to the last question too yeah I'm sorry yeah, the, yes uh, I'm not here, but like uh, no 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 you're you can check me if you need to trust me <laughs> no it's fine I don't want people to think that um like moving is so easy um because it is a transition as well but I think it's just a mindset that you have to have in order to make it enjoyable for yourself um you know so it's just like yeah it's some adjustments but it's like okay what can I learn because I'm choosing right to leave or I'm choosing to make a certain lifestyle for myself. So how can I make this adjustment and make sure like my ducks are in order if you're moving by faith, how can I yeah. make sure that I'm like enjoying this process as well? So everything, you know, has been an adjustment, but it's an adjustment where it's just like, all right, so what does this next adventure have in store for me, you know, or what can I learn from this? So I just wanted to put that out there um, as well. <laughs> and I appreciate that. So I guess I kind of want to, even dig a little deeper in that like what is one what is a few things that you would tell somebody because like I'm always talking to people who are like I want to move out of here I've been one of them people to mm -hmm. say that too like I want to move but then I get fearful because for me I have two kids and I I'm like okay my biggest thing is the support system but like what or what is something that maybe um, you wish you would have knew or you wish somebody would have kind of told you or something when you are moving out of your hometown that, you know, might be able to help another listener as they're maybe trying to think about transitioning into moving um, to a different city. Because I think that, I mean, that's a huge thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's actually a really good question. What to think about. Um, I would say be intentional about okay. what you're looking for, you know. Um, so when I went to the University of Pittsburgh, one of the things I was looking for, of course, some type of scholarship <laughs> to get into, mm -hmm. right? So I was just intentional about the schools that I was going to. When I moved down to Maryland, I know, like, when I came to D.C. a few times to visit some friends, like, I just kind of got to know, like, oh, my gosh, can I see myself living here? Like, does it have um, the things that I need personally? So, like... For me, I love water. So I'm from Erie, of course. We got the lake. I always yeah. used to spend time at the mm -hmm. lake. When I come home, I go spend time next to the lake. Yeah. Also, Maryland is by water. D.C. has mm -hmm. water. So that was important to me, right? And then, like, I'm like, okay, what else is important to me? Being able to network. So that's important to me and being able to be close to those type of things. Okay, that's check. So if you're moving, like, really make a list, an intentional list of what you're looking for or what makes it feel like home to you. Yes. So that way your transition. So I like water. I like nature, right? I like being able to um, go to things that are close by. So even though the DMV area is huge, everything yeah. is still close by where I live. Like doctors, 
Wegmans, everything is within reach, right? So you got to know what works for you and really be intentional about that. So that's why I would say like, just really be intentional. Like, okay, I want to move. What does that look like? So for you, what does that look like? I want a good school system for my children. I want to make sure it has um, childcare. Do Mm. it important to me to have community? What does that look like to me? Do I need to join um, different small groups? Does uh, church home, uh, you know, work well for me so you know like that's important to me like having like some type of community and church home so you really got to be intentional about moving and what that looks like for you and really writing down those things down so that you can align that with what you want in life yeah no that is that is great advice because honestly I never thought of that like you said like like thinking of those things that will make it feel like home because that is like, wow. First of all, like, that's really some really good advice right there, because I know sometimes, like, you're always seeing people, like, people talk about, like, well, this city doesn't have that. Or, I mean, our city doesn't have this, this, and that. And this city has this, this, and that. And that's great. It's great that we there's more opportunity. There's more activities and things like that. But what about those times where you are homesick? Mm-hmm. What are those things around this new city that you can go to to feel like home? And, like, Water would probably be something that I would really want to make sure is around mm-hmm. me and my children because we grew up in that. Right. Really, their summers are very beautiful. People right. travel here for our summers. So that is, that's good. Mm-hmm. I, I, that was a good question. That was a good <laughs> answer. Just being intentional that, yes, you want these new experiences and, and new um, atmospheres, but also make sure there's things that will remind you of home when you get homesick, because that's a real thing too, right? right? And and making sure those those things can kind of be within reach. Like you said, even like little, like making sure like everything is in with driving, driving mm-hmm. distance. Because, you know, you hear these big cities and like, we want to move, I want to move to Virginia. That's been my thing. But like my aunt lives there and they live on the outskirts. So I always say like, it's like, where they live is like the Mill Creek of Erie. So it's like Erie's our big city. And then where they live is like Mill Creek. So it's not that far from everything. And it's just, it still will feel homey and small, even though you have this big city around you. So I love that. I love that advice. And I hope when our listeners listen, they can, they, somebody uses that as a, a way of transitioning for sure. So you, let's get into your, your business stuff. So you started with Be Empowered. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Oh my goodness, sorry. Um, so what, um, what, what, how did that start? Wait, do you still have that? Do, do you still have um, Be Empowered? No, it actually transitioned to um, Journey Writing. Okay. Yeah. So can you share a little bit about, I guess, your journey within being a business owner and um, how that even started, how it got inspired, and what made you even want to go into business? So, <laughs> so that's a good question. Uh, so, honestly, in 2017, um, I was like telling God some of my desires, and one of the things that He told me is, "You have to heal." And so, mm-hmm. that was the thing that was like, I was like, "All right, bet." Like, I'm going to heal um, from yeah. the things I need to heal from. And honestly, I started sharing my, that's when Being Empowered got started because I wanted to share my journey with other women of just like, 
here's how I'm healing. Like, this is what it looks like as yeah. well. And then that just kind of started to grow. Um, and that's when I, you know, started to do um, the t-shirt line. And then I went into fitness. And then I went into like bags. And then I started getting inner healing strategies. And then in 2018, I wrote my first um, book, Armor of Words. And I was like, okay, like, that's cool. And then in um, 2019, I honestly felt like called to write my triggered workbook. So mm-hmm. I wrote that and I was like, cool. And then in 2020, um, I had started my podcast and started kind of transitioning off of social media because that's what I felt um, led to do and started doing my podcast as well. Yeah. And then during the pandemic, um, I felt something like I needed to close. I felt God saying I need to close the empowered and open journey written. And wow. my journey had given me the name journey written in 2018. Um, oh my God. I just wrote it on my wall. I didn't know what it meant. I just wrote it on my wall and I put, and I heard the like words like publishing and stuff like that. I just wrote it down. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that was. Like. Um, so then in 2020, that's when it was like, I had to let go of being empowered, but being empowered, I always told people that their story was worth telling. So why not work was worth living. So why not make it worth telling? So it yes. always had the sense of journey written in it. So I just transitioned it into um, journey written. So in September, 2020 is when I felt um, I wrote my book journey written um, about my faith, obedience, execution journey. Um, to help another woman with their faith, obedience, execution journey. And it was the story behind of how being power transitioned into journey written. And so, yeah, it is definitely a faith God thing. That is how I got into business. <laughs> um, and wow. so that is where I'm at now. Um, it, uh, journey written has become a book writing and publishing company for female founders to tell their stories. So Definitely love to hear the stories behind women's brand and their behind the scenes because, as you know, as female founders, as business owners, there's a lot that we do behind the scenes in order to show up every day, in order to make sure um, that we are showing up as our full selves. Things that people don't see as praying, crying, encouraging ourselves, making sure, you know, that we are taking care of ourselves as we're pouring into other people, all those different things that we do behind the scenes um I think it's important for us to share and also share that well I guess my gift well I know my gift is through books and workbooks to help those women also share that as well so that is wow my story that's a whole journey right there yes wow first of all like I I, like I feel like I just want to I'm like wait I want to grab something Wow. First of all, it, I, I'm the more I'm growing in, you know, myself and my brand and just re- looking back at what I wrote, things, mm-hmm. even memories that have been popping up from like years ago. I wrote, I just reshared a post about how um, like not nine years ago, I wrote, I'm going to be a CEO one day. Yes. And I'm going to tell you right now, back then I was just talking. I was just talking, but like, I'm like, I knew back then I was just like, just talking and cap- to me, I was just capping. Right. But that <laughs> happening by writing it down, like I'm big into saying like, write it down and make it plain. And for you to be like, 
first of all, yes, it started at this. And in 2018, right, you said God told you this, write down your new, your new journey. And now how many years later, it's like flourished and you're walking more and more in your purpose mm -hmm. and just from healing too. And, and I, just like you said, I'm like, now I'm sitting here like, First of all, I'm definitely have to connect with you outside of this eventually for my story, for you to help me write mine because, like you saying, um, healing and healing for he, divinely crowned my healing journey that I'm on now is helped me to evolve this brand. And for you to say, you know, this started from me just trying to heal from what I was going through, and. I listen, I told you I've been support. Like I've been a support. I bought things from you. I, I wanted my things, but I was broke and like you know <laughs> like but no, you inspired me like I wanna have merch like that too for my brand and like you inspired me so much oh, thank when you. you were happy. Like you really truly you know I would write you all the time and like <laughs> what like how do I do this and that? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, your healing journey and you being obedient to God has taken you so far and he's giving you even another journey to now mm -hmm. help women even more. And I just think that's a powerful thing. And I just, I guess for me, I want to know, like, how has it felt to have whatever you went through and also walking in your purpose? Like, what has that felt like for you? Like, because I know we talk now our generation is all about walking in our purpose. I think that is huge for us nowadays as we're always talking about like walking in our purpose, being passionate about what we do, um, not always feeling like we have to work somebody's nine to five or something, which that's not a, that's not a problem either. But I feel like our generation has taken a stance on, we want to do more of what makes us happy um, but also being able to make an income and we want to walk in our purpose more and we want to figure out what our purpose is. So like, how has that experience been from you walking in your purpose through your journey? It has definitely been interesting. That's what I would say. It's been interesting because you have to have a lot of courage in mm -hmm. order to um, say yes, right? Yeah. That's what I was saying. You have to have a lot of courage and bravery in order to say yes. And you always have to be curious about mm -hmm. what 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 it is you're supposed to be doing, right? Because you don't ever want to get stuck. It happens. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you have to be uh, grounded in who you are um, yeah. as a person because walking in your purpose comes with Sometimes a lot of different attacks, to be honest, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it comes with a lot of different things. And yeah. if you're not bold in who you are, if not courageous in being yeah. able to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to keep pushing forward because yeah. it will be easier to stop. Right. But I have to keep pushing forward and I have to keep getting up and affirming myself. And I have to keep yeah. looking in the mirror. But like, you got this even when it's like, oh, my gosh, like who else, you know, and it's just like. That's the, the word that comes to me is interesting because it really is a, a journey. And that's why healing is so important with walking in your purpose because you don't want to self-sabotage yourself, right? Because if you're not healed in that particular area, you might end up self-sabotaging yourself and talking yourself out of what God has called you to do. And you're not even supposed to be doing that when you're supposed to be brave and courageous as he has called you to be. So mm. that's why I would just, 
like encourage anyone who is walking in their purpose, who is trying to find their purpose, do not give up. Like, mm-hmm. do not give up. Always be curious about mm-hmm. what's your next. Like, you heard my story. I talked about I was in fitness. Yeah. I was a math major. I was um, trying a product, all those different things. But it all led me to what I was supposed to be, right? Yeah. And so, you know, just being sensitive to, um, I guess, God's word. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. so just being sensitive yeah. to being able to um, hear him out and just building that relationship with him for me yeah. has been key yeah. to know what my next um, is. So mm-hmm. when he, you know, tells me to close some things down, even though it's like. You have to grieve it because we are all human, right? And so mm. you work so hard to build something up. And it's like, yes, I finally got it. And it's like, oh, yeah, but you're supposed to be doing, I, I told you to do this. It's like, okay. Wow, you have to grieve it. You have to grieve. You do. Like, it's yeah. really like the moment where you have to be like, okay, I'm angry about this. I'm yeah. sad. About, like, you really have to go through those emotions and then be like, okay. Let me be courageous again. Let me be bold again and continue yeah. to walk in the purpose because there may be some detours. There's going to be some distractions, but you have to stay focused. So it's been interesting. That's the word I can say because it's highs, it's lows, it's lefts, it's mm-hmm. right. And you have to stay focused and be courageous yeah. and bold and be like, I'm going to show up, period. And the more you continue to heal, the more you are able to um, show yourself confidence, show yourself acceptance show yourself love and show up in your business and authority of who you have been called to be. Yes. Woo! First of all, I was holding back tears. Okay, let me tell you, I was like, we were just, we're not even like, I mean, yes, this is pretty important, but it's just like, wow, I feel like we're just having our own intimate conversation. <laughs> wow, like that, I'll be honest and transparent, like the healing journey has been hard mm-hmm. when you're trying to walk in your purpose like yes. this there has been like recently I was like I, I don't think I'm supposed to be doing this like how am I supposed to be this encouraging person when I mm-hmm. am struggling because I'm still healing and I'm these things that I didn't realize I was still he- not healed from or these yeah. triggers that mm-hmm. have had made me feel like am I really worth what I say I am mm-hmm. like you know, and that is like very important. Like healing is very important. So I guess I, I want to ask and not with, I mean, not getting like too deep, but like what has healing looked like for you? Um, I'm big into mental health and, you know, I'm big into therapy and I'm, I'm very vocal about going to therapy and self-care and things like that. But like, what does that look like for you where, in a way where you can encourage like, or you know, give once again some type of advice to somebody else who might need that as they're on this journey of their healing. Because I always say, you're never going to be fully, you're always going to be healing. There's always going to be levels to healing um, in different ways from different things, especially as you, like you said, you're growing in your purpose and you're growing as a woman, you're growing in age and you, you feel, you learn all these new things and you have to unlearn all these things. So, like, what would you say? Like, what is journey? What does healing look like for you outside of through the your business and your brand? Um, I would say that one thing I like to the one thing that I have realized um, is that you can be healed from certain parts 
of your life while you are still healing in certain areas. But mm -hmm. the part, the tricky part is the parts that you are healed from, you have to maintain the things mm -hmm. that you were doing so that you don't fall back out. So yeah. that is probably one of the things that I have noticed the most. Like, oh yeah. And then it's like, oh shoot, because it's always going to test you again, right? And so you like, ah oh, shoot, where's my journals? Where's this? Where's that? So maintenance of the healed part of you while you're still doing the other healing that you need as you elevate higher is also important. So I will say to anyone that if you do feel healed in a specific area, a hole in a specific area, maintain, uh, make sure that you are maintaining um, that level of yourself as well so that you continue to show up. Um, some things that I do outside of, well, some things I do just as Brit um, is journaling is huge for me. Mm -hmm. um, my pins are right here. I love uh, <laughs> colorful pins. It helps me just kind of be creative with my journaling as well. Um, Bible verses are huge for me in my healing journey. Whenever I have negative thoughts, whenever I have play, uh, spaces where I don't feel worthy or I don't feel confident, um, I like to uh, attack those thoughts with some type of Bible verse um, yeah. and just really center myself around that um, as well. So that has been uh, huge as far as my mental health, just like understanding my truths and being mm -hmm. able to what I may be speaking to myself in that moment. Um, and then I'm a huge component of therapy as well. I think that is so important um, to be able to have someone who can listen to you, who can speak to you, who can give you some additional resources as well um, on your journey and just being able to um, have a, uh, what's, what they call it, like non-judgmental or having yeah, like a bias opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something, yeah, something like that. That's my favorite. I'm like, and it, I mean, it's the truth, but I'm like, I usually use it. Having an unbiased opinion from no one, not your friends, not your family, yeah. about what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And like, I, it's, I've had the same therapist now. I was just telling her the other day, I'm like, hey, we've been together for like five, almost six years. Like, and I'm like, the like some of the stuff that I've been bringing up, I'm like, I feel like you're tired of hearing this, and maybe she is a little bit. Like, come on, we're human, but like, I know she's like, no, to be you know, like, we're gonna get you through this. Like, we're going to do this, and we got this, you got this. So like, if I gotta hear it, how many times? Like, you know, there's so many things that I felt like when I first started with her that I was like, never gonna, never gonna be able to do. Like get out of a toxic relationship. I was like, I never. It's, no, it's not. It's not. I don't see myself ever getting over this. I don't want. And you know, she'd be like, okay. And I'm like, oh my god, I never thought I would be able to do this. Yeah. You know, but having that person that is outside of your family, because you know, your family, your friends, they're gonna take things to heart too mm -hmm. because that you're going through. But it's like, even though your therapist might take it to heart, they're not gonna. They're gonna support you as you're support you and encourage you without feelings <laughs> I guess that's what I, I feel like from a therapist as well so but those are good um good uh, and good good advice and good tips for your healing um I'm like I like you I'm big into journaling I'm like you like not just even scriptures but affirmations and and writing them down and things like that um 
and and stuff like this is you know my brand is about faith as well so like I always like that's that's a big part of my healing too is leaning on the Lord and things like that so I I think those are those are great components to to your healing journey for sure that's a lot that's man I'm like in in it like in it so heavy right now so it's just like like you said, like what you said, like as you're growing, especially in your purpose, like you're met with so many challenges and just trying to redirect like your thoughts in those times and redirect your what you're doing your business or your brand for. Like those are so important to like go back to why, like why you're doing this and who told you you're doing it. The Lord told you you're doing it, you know? So it's just, yes. Yeah, so I love it. I love this. And not losing. And not losing. Yeah, not losing. Not losing yourself yeah. and your identity and your business. So that's really important to me. Um, yes. I like to keep yes. Brit as Brit and my business as my business. Like that's really, yeah. really, and really having boundaries with yourself and not idolizing who God has called you to be and really Ooh. just being authentic to who you are. So that's really like important <laughs> to me. As a person, like, no, my my business is my business, and then when I'm off, like, I'm Brit, like, I'm Brit either way. But when I'm in my business woman mode, I'm in my business woman mode, walking in my purpose. But when I'm outside with my friends, girls, hanging out, traveling, doing my thing, like, you also have to just enjoy life as well. And I think that's so important to be able to have that balance, that work life balance, because. You don't want to lose your identity and you have to be grounded in your identity. Yes, man, that's so good. Because these are all things that I literally have. I've even said, like, I'm like, I don't want to lose who I am. Mm -hmm. Yes, everything I'm doing with my brand is everything I've wanted to do. There's so many things. Like, I just hosted my event recently. I'm like, I've always wanted to do stuff like this. Like, But it's like, I don't want to lose even, like, all the acknowledgement I may be getting. Like, I don't want to lose being who I am. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The, the same humble Davina. And I know some people don't like using that word or like, no, you gotta brag. And like, I get it. But like, I just want to still continue to be the genuine, authentic Davina. And I know that it's possible. People do get lost in their business and what they got going on. And I never want to lose that. Like, I never want to lose just being me, you know? Mm-hmm. So you talk about, like, you know, when, yay, when when business is business, but when Brit is Brit. So, like, what does that look like as far as, like, when Brit is Brit? Like, are, I know you said you're adventurous, but, like, what are, what are some things that you do that, you know, kind of keep you grounded in that, that Brit? Not sit, like, getting, like, I do that, you know, but, like, some exciting things you might do to, like, continue to stay balanced and grounded. Um, so a few things that I've done to stay balanced and grounded is um, I do have like a certain boundary from work mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. family. So um, I started writing me like a values list as well. So mm-hmm. like I'm like family time is family time. That's important. Friend time is friend time. Um, uh, you know, I love to eat. So um, yeah. I love to try new restaurants. That is my, yeah. <laughs> you know, so just really. Um, getting in tune with what you like. I love to go to the movies. That's another mm-hmm. thing that runs, right? I like being outside, um, yeah. nature, walking, stuff like that. 
Uh, I like, you know, hanging out with my girls, having a good time, like, you know, do a little dance here and there, like, you know, just being myself. Like, I love it. I love yeah, you. me too. Me too. Yes. You see me on TikTok, you know, y'all people be. I'm like, and sometimes I look back on my TikTok, like, Lord, you really be on this thing just dancing and acting like, listen, this is me. So that, and those are great things to have. And I was actually telling um, another guest, Brooklyn, um, she was my first guest. That's why I keep going back. But just even hobbies, like, yeah. I didn't even have hobbies until after my relationship. I don't know a 13 year relationship. Mm. Um, yeah. But I realized <laughs> when I, I got out of yes, when I when I finally was like moving forward, I realized like, what do I like to do? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I was like, yes, because in high I went from high school, then still in this relationship, out of high school, then I became a mom. And that mom, I then he's still always gonna be there because mm-hmm. right. yeah, those are my children. But after that, it was like, okay, I knew work, I knew my children, and I knew this man. And now I don't know. Like the man is out of the question. Now I got this extra free time. What do I do with it? I don't have homies. I didn't travel anything. So even learning hobbies and learning what you like mm-hmm. and enjoy and what you don't like is like a whole another job in itself. It is. <laughs> It's like so crazy, and it's—I think like—and I don't know. Maybe this is just from social media, but I always see like people just living and traveling and these things that look so normal. But like, there's somebody who never experienced that. It's like work. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. it's work to figure out Mm -hmm. what you like. Yeah. Like even now, I have somebody who has said like, "Oh, so what do you like to do?" Like I'm like. I don't even know yet still because now right. I am like you said don't get lost in this business or this mm-hmm. your brand like I'm not I don't want to say I'm lost but like this is my focus now so it's just it's a whole it's supposed to be a blessing it's supposed to be a blessing to you you're right you're this right it's supposed to be a blessing to yes. you yes 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 for sure so g- talking about you know, we've talked about like, you know, just your identity and things like that. So the Romney Crown is all about self-love and confidence. And so I always like to ask the question, like, what does confidence mean to you or, or look like to you specifically? Um, I would definitely say uh, confidence looks like self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. Accepting you for you. Um mm-hmm. Being so authentic and grounded in who you are yeah. that it just shows up boldly. You yeah. know, when someone see like if you're more on the quiet side, then show up as that. Like maybe you're just a really good listener. You know, don't try to mold into what other people um, are saying about you. And that's something mm-hmm. that we have been like working on, just really mm-hmm. being around, so grounded in my identity, where it's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, like I know who I am. These are my strengths. I know, like, you know, I'm a good listener. So really being confident in who you are and what that looks like to you, um, to me, is confidence. Just really self-acceptance and self-love and really embracing who you are and knowing who you are. Um, I think it exudes like confidence, like, oh, dang, she got her head. Like, you can't tell her, like, oh, no, I know who I am. Oh, I know my boundaries. Oh, I know this. Like, I know 
that about myself. Like I'm very self-aware, you know? So like self-awareness, self-acceptance is something that to me exudes confidence. That's, that's good. And you, wow. The thing that stuck up, stick out to me when you said that is, um, you know, if you're quiet, maybe that means you're a good listener. Like that's actually huge because I've run into people that say like, oh, I would think because I'm really introverted and, you know, I don't know what the people might think of me and this, this and that, but like, no, if that's who you are, that's who you are. And you need to confidently be your introverted self. Mm-hmm. And if you want to speak, speak. If you don't, maybe, maybe rethink about it as, listen, but I, yeah, I'm introverted, but like when people need me, I show up. Mm-hmm. And even if listening, like, I hope that actually is like, is an, an awareness to somebody, like somebody who listens to this, who is introverted, because I do feel like I talk, like I've come across so many women, even last few months that are, um, you know, ask me like, you know, I know I feel like I'm not, I feel like no, like people might think this and that about me because I'm really introverted and I really don't talk much. And, but that's a, that's part of who you are. Like, not everybody is made to be these loud, boisterous, talkative, outgoing people. And it's okay. And embrace that about yourself because right. you probably have other things that are like really like outgoing about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it might be the way, like the one girl I can think of that said that to me, she's introverted, but these, she wears these wigs that is like, she's like, hello, I have arrived. She, when it comes to her wigs, she will talk about them like it's nothing. Like, I yeah. love it about her. But it's like, but that's what makes you you, and that's how you stand out and things like that. So I love that. I love to, wow, that's like, that's good right there. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Brit is spitting a lot of gems tonight, okay? <laughs> I love it so much. So another question that I always like that I usually ask you like I try to I love to just go with the flow with these conversations because you never know you know you never know what you know you might have to say or what the, like the Lord leads you to say and, and things like that but I always have another question and it's what would you tell young Brit at this age that you are what would you tell young Brit about life or about your journey um, that you wish you would have knew when you were younger? Um, let me see. That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> and, the, um, and I will tell you why you think about it. The reason why I ask that is because on my journey, on my healing, um, on just growing, um, I really felt like the little girl in me, the little insecure girl in me has really just been healing even with my I my recent event I literally felt like a little girl running around and and it just felt like it was freeing to me to see like I used to be this insecure girl that always felt like I wasn't good enough and yeah there's times that I still feel like that but like I wish I would have knew how who I would end up to be like I knew I was like I felt like there's something there's something there like people knew I was outgoing but I was always like very insecure Mm -hmm. so I was like I want to like I talk to that little girl in me all the time I talk to my therapist about little girl in me so I always want to know like what would you tell that little girl like if you had if if you would have knew what you were going to be now 
Um, for some reason, like the words have fun come to mind. Uh, continue to have fun, you know, because a lot of people see me as accomplished and, uh, you know, high, high achieving, which I do have high achieving traits and everything like that. Um, I would continue to tell her and my present self to continue to have fun. Um, just continue to enjoy life as it is, yeah. you know, um, don't ever settle for mm-hmm. um, anything to mm-hmm. need to push through and be courageous um, mm-hmm. as you are. You know, I always, I feel like um, in the past, I tried to shrink myself because of, because so many people had these high standards or like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, always accomplishing something. Like I have people tell me that I'd be like, oh, yeah. like, well, I'm 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 down to earth too, you know, like trying to prove yeah. that I don't need to prove that. Like I don't need to do that. Like because I know who I am. So if I anything I could tell her is just continue to show up as who you are, have fun mm-hmm. and embrace who Brit is. And that's why I was talking when I was talking about identity. You know, yeah. if you're more quiet, embrace that. Cause you might be a good listener, you might condense mm-hmm. your dog, but maybe yeah. around certain people, you just kind of just be like, hmm. I just kind of want to listen and observe. Maybe you're observing. Really embrace who you are and never shrink yourself for nobody. And that's what I would tell young Brit. Like, you're not shrinking yourself for nobody, no more. You know, and if you are a person who likes to accomplish things and successful, then embrace that because that's a gift, right? I have the gift of execution. I need that for my business to help other women execute their stories. And so you use that as your gifts as well. So, that's what I would tell young Brit. Have fun and don't shrink yourself. Show up as who you are and use those as leverage to continue to go on in life. That's some good stuff right there. That's some <laughs> Woo! I love yes. I, I already knew you were gonna come with some gems. Okay, <laughs> but like, yeah, you are gemming, gemming, dropping the when it's salt bay, you out here is doing your gem bay. <laughs> that is good. Man, those are some good stuff. Like I You're only talk about what I've been through. I only talk about what I've been through. You only yeah, listen, as then that's the that is like I said, like that is why I have these conversations because I wish somebody would have these conversations with me. <laughs> like right. when I have, like I, or I have these conversations and I realize that these need to be had more because mm-hmm. like you said, like people see you as accomplished and and that's all like they want to see you as but like there's so much depth to you. And it's like mm-hmm. I feel like and there's so much on our journey that we've learned, we've had to be set free from, we've had to unlearn, and it's like, no, we don't need to tell everybody page by page of our story but we are like listen I yes I got here because of these steps or because of this what I've been through so it's like I just love seeing and have I been when I've been talking to all the queens I've been talking to and their unique stories and their journeys are just so special in their Mm -hmm. own unique way and it's just like so powerful to me like I love it I love it so, listen, we've been on the on the thing for a whole good almost hour, and I know you already told me you like I got a show to catch with Listen, Tell Sisters, that is my Wednesday night show. 
I've Yo. The shows that I've been like, that's so, that's like, the, the more I look, watch them, I'm like, these are really corny, but I like them. So there's All American, and then the stop is like Homecoming. Homecoming. They have good stories to me. So I just watch them, but those yeah. are my Wednesday night shows, but they're like, for, like, they're done on Tuesdays. But before I let you go, is there anything else like you want to share? Anything you feel like, you know, I wish I would have you would have asked me this question or something like that that you might want to leave um with my listeners or or viewers um no uh, the only thing i guess we somebody says no but uh, <laughs> no but uh <laughs> the, only, the only thing i would say is yeah don't ever always be confident in who you are that's what mm-hmm. i would say um mm-hmm. and if you need to go on a self-discovery healing journey, do it, you know, Um, take the personality test, all those different things that you need to do in order to know who you are, because people, you may think you're a little different or people may uh, think you're a little different, but that may be your superpower. And so I always don't want nobody to shrink themselves for nobody, always walk in your confidence and know who you are and stay grounded um, in who you are. So that was my big Thank you for that. And I and I just I thank you for taking the time to be on my show. Like I said, like I definitely like, uh uh-uh, I gotta get my girl on here. <laughs> you just have been doing so many amazing things and I want you real quick, I want you to put your plug in for your journey, your say tell me the, the your journey written. Journey written. But go ahead and plug that in for those who might be interested in your services. Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> no, but- <laughs> this is for you to reach out yourself from the rooftop. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, if you are a female founder and you want to tell your story or testimony and turn it into a book or a book and workbook, definitely check out my um, book writing company, book writing and publishing company, Journey Written, www.journeywritten.com. I have blogs on there as well. I definitely want to amplify uh, founder stories because I feel like they are so important. Um, all stories are important, but my specialty is the female founder um, story so that we can get the behind the scenes and we can know the story behind your brand um, and help another woman go through what they need to get help from. So, yeah, that's my plan. Thank you. Thank you for that. And we'll definitely put that in the show notes so that they have the links and stuff. So I'll have you send me that information so that we have it. But Brett, I just want to take the time to give you your flowers and just say that I am truly inspired by you. Like, you know that from all these years. I just thank God for everything he's doing in your life. And I'm just so excited to see what's next for you. Um, And I just want to say congratulations for everything you've been doing this far. Um, It's been beautiful to watch even just even from afar. Um, And I just hope that great things just keep happening. And you know, like I said, I'll be putting the information in the show notes. I mean, for those who end up listening to this podcast or watching it, um, I just want to remind you to like, share, and subscribe to the channel, to the page, to everything y'all know that Divinely Crown got, because I can't ever remember all of it either. (laughs) But yes, so until next time, you guys, remember, you are Divinely Crown.